Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales. This is Mark Howden from Consumer Staples. Yesterday was all about how I think everything in beauty, spirits and emerging beer is going to be terrible. So today, it's Friday, let's concentrate on something we do like, soft drinks. We've got notes from Ed Nelson on Kokolenic and Britvik. First on Britvik, uh, we continue to view soft drinks as a good place to be given much less emerging markets risk, uh, less destocking risk, particularly in spirits, uh, a potential cogs tailwind into next year. Uh, and it's actually a very resilient category in case of weaker macro. We'll get through the out-of-home issues around COVID, but if we enter recession, spirits and emerging markets beer will suffer. Uh, soft drinks will actually prove very resilient. Brivik's valuation is undemanding at 13 times 2021 PE versus beverages at 22 times. Uh, and although the liquidity position and balance sheet are strong, there may be an argument for them uh, postponing or uh, deferring the dividend. I wouldn't take that negatively. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. Richemont is in focus this morning. It's not a stock we cover, but interesting to note the uh, EBIT drop does seem quite steep. The dividend decision, the fact they're not guiding for full year 21 and are estimating a recovery of up to 36 months. In research, James has written again on Geronimo post the weekday yesterday. It was a poor start for Q2 for the company, although seemingly improving in recent weeks. But to us, the entry point now provides a better opportunity to buy into the fundamentals here. We're buyers. Looking to next week, we hear from Walmart, clearly important for Kroger and Arhold. We have full year out of M&S. It'll be interesting given it's still languishing at the lows. And Burberry will be very much in focus given it's still one of the few ways to express a luxury bear view in the current short selling restrictive environment. That incidentally is due to be lifted by the end of next week. So let's see if that puts pressure on the French names. Bonjour from Industrials, this is Bruna. Gear results out and looks really strong. Orders 13.5% ahead, revenues 2% ahead. EBITDA 16.5% ahead. They maintained full year guidance, which is impressive. Uh, they kept the proposed dividend. This is a key buy idea for risk. In aerospace, Rolls-Royce is now at 240p. Sandy has a note out going through what is currently being priced in. With a market cap at £4.8 billion, Sandy breaks down how we get to a valuation of £9 billion for for our defense and power systems. We think there's a pessimistic and short-term view of what the worth of commercial is. Uh, lastly, we hosted Conti, head of IR yesterday, and thought the statement on the planned improvement program were encouraging as it involves a portfolio and footprint review across all divisions. Visibility on demand remains very low, but Conti sees positive data points in China and the European replacement tire market. Short-term measures on cost and CapEx cuts are well underway. Good morning from Mark Koffler in Resources. Uh, energy and oil prices very much in focus today with the Brent front month contract trading up towards $32 a barrel. Uh, that is towards the uh, second quarter highs uh, and I think it is grounded in a fundamental rebalancing of the oil market as both uh, demand numbers start to improve a little bit and then also as we see the impacts of those OPEC plus supply side cuts really starting to bite. I do think though it is worth putting a caveat on that in that that price is still only $32 a barrel and it's interesting to see that despite a recent price action on the commodity, Morgan Stanley have come out with a big downgrade note on BP today uh, talking about risk to their dividend uh, in the not too distant future. In terms of feedback from stock calls yesterday, our Technique FMC downgrade was very well received uh, and I think the work there was quite differentiated, whilst that RWE outlook on both the dividend uh, and confirming guidance uh, was pretty strong.
Yes, good morning. It's William Bevington from Jefferies TMT Special Sales. So most significantly this morning, uh, BT at a time when we're pushing for a big move potentially from growth into European value. Vodafone and BT in particular stands out. And we have the perfect story this morning to encapsulate the fact that BT offers significant deep value right here. So the Financial Times reported last night that BT is in talks to sell a multi-billion pound investment in its open reach division to infrastructure investors. BT has not commented, but the fact that BT CEO acquired 2 million shares only yesterday suggests that negotiations may not be live at this precise moment. Nonetheless, I would say the industrial logic for this is extremely compelling and the Financial Times suggestion that a 20 billion open reach valuation, so that's 200 pence a share, forms the basis for discussions as a very significant data point given that BT shares are trading at roughly half that at the moment at 102 pence. Secondly, process key takeaways from us this morning on a very successful call last night and then finally reiterating the buy on Ubisoft this morning. Happy Friday from Healthcare. Uh, main focus uh, continues to be in the biopharma sector where performance continues to be materially better than the rest of the market. Uh, we've talk talked previously about some of the key drivers, uh, including an investor view, particularly amongst generalists, that US drug pricing is a very uh, insignificant risk in the near term, which helps support higher multiples. And also, of course, that many of these companies provide COVID solutions, either in the form of tests, vaccines, or therapies. Uh, we're seeing that clearly in ETF uh, flow buying. We have some charts in the daily around that. Uh, and that, of course, contributes to the performance of the pharma group. The one standout name that we've been talking a lot about over the last 24 hours, of course, is Novartis, which has materially and durably underperformed the rest of the sector. Please drop us a line if you want to talk about the feedback we've been getting around Novartis, uh, which seems like an interesting situation at these levels. Thank you. Coming from Jeffrey's Financial Special Sales, Friday 15th May, interesting note to focus on this morning on bank internal, the stock we've written on particularly much in recent times, but we're looking at the insurance angle on the Lena Directive business, which is due to be spun out probably in 2021 as opposed to original plans for this year. But with the motor insurance industry set to see a, a huge decline in claims just given the absence of traffic on the roads, we think this could be um, a 20% uplift to earnings, group earnings, uh, from, uh, from, from, from this source, which is pretty significant stuff, which leaves the rest of the bank internal rump chewing on a mere 0.4 times boot value. That's something to think about for a bank that is generally regarded as being highly defensive. Also, Prudential yesterday opened the door on a dual track process for Jackson Life, so the IPO is still the core objective, but it sounds to me that market could uh, see a US bid come into that.